All right. You ready? Yes, sir. All right. What's up, everyone? I'm Ryan. And I'm Logan. And uh, this week on Head Game, we're going to be discussing and analyzing political campaign ads. So um, this new episode is called The Cover-Up. In this episode, Ryan and I are going to be looking at David Burrell's ad against Arizona Republican Paul Gosar. And I will be checking out the attack on Montana State Auditor Matt Rosendale. So we'll be picking through them, comparing both ads, and from past and current ads, just checking out the uh, marketing strategies and political ads. Um, So, yeah. All right, on the first video, we're going to go over... uh... We're going to go over David Brill's ad against Arizona Republican Paul Gosar. Check it out. Let's listen to it right now. Rural America. Paul's absolutely not working for his district. If they care about health care, they care about their children's health care. They would hold him to account if they care about jobs they would hold him to account. If he actually cared about people in rural Arizona, I bet he'd be fighting for social security, for better access to healthcare. I bet he he would be researching what is the most insightful water policy to help the environment of Arizona sustain itself and be successful. And he's not listening to you. And he doesn't have your interests at heart. My name is Tim Gosar. David Gosar. Grace Gosar. Joan Gosar. Gaston Gosar. Jennifer Gosar. Paul Gosar is my brother, my brother. And I endorse Dr. Brill. Dr. Brill wholeheartedly endorse Dr. David Brill for Congress. I'm Doc. Okay. Okay. So when we listen in to David, uh, David Brill's ad against Republican Paul Gosar. Most people would not usually go to the, what would you call it, opponent's family, um, especially in a political ad, and getting their family to talk bad about their own. Um, that's definitely a change from most political ads we see. <laughs> yeah, I would, I, I completely agree. If you're getting somebody, uh, like their own family, to talk about what their issues are and what their political stance is, I feel like that's just invading on their privacy and not really respecting your opponent at all. So it's kind of taking a shot. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, in the ad, it talks about how he didn't have really a care for any rural jobs in Arizona, uh, didn't listen to any of his. Uh, people that he was representing, no health care or anything. So definitely a big, big no-no um, in that situation. And I guess his family felt the same way. Um, yeah, for sure. The fact that he even got his family to talk about him, that would persuade a lot of people to vote against him. Um, that would definitely get everybody thinking. If you can't even have your own family vote for you, why should I vote for you? That's a big, yeah, for sure. big discussion. But with that, I mean, whenever you get elected into these offices, you have to represent your own people. And if you're not doing that, then obviously your time there isn't going to make it that long. 
Um, so definitely got to yeah, listen to. I completely to... agree. Oh, uh, go ahead. Uh, I agree. Um, like if if your constituents aren't happy with you, your opponent's obviously going to use that against yeah. you, and to try and turn the votes uh, more to their side, just because you're not getting the job done in their eyes, and if the people aren't happy with it either, um, that's going to be a real big factor in um, the way the votes go once you've actually gone through uh, your term and it's ready to elect someone else or keep you in office. Um, If they're making points, even like with your own family, about you not doing the job, like that's going to be big factor. I don't think I've ever seen a political ad where you can actually get someone else's family to talk bad against them. Like, that's that's new. Like, I don't... I, I'd have sure. to look into more ads for that, because, like I said, that's rare. That's very rare. It's very rare. Okay. And the fact that that's rare, it, it would stand out, yeah, too. You're definitely gonna, you're definitely gonna get some attention with that. There's gonna be a headline. <laughs> Uh, for sure. Okay, moving on, we're going to go over to the ad about Matt Rosendale and his Article 2 instead of his Second Amendment. like me shoot straight support the second amendment no apologies others like john tester don't tester opposed justice neil gorsuch trump's name but tester voted 99 percent of the time for obama's judges including justice sotomayor who said this john voted for her kind of see that uh, you know Democrats really criticized him for his um, well it was just a mistake honestly uh, putting article 2 of the um, constitution instead of the second amendment <laughs> like that <laughs> it's, a, it's a big mistake to make especially if um, you're trying to get the attention of people who are patriotic and know the Constitution well. Uh, yeah, Article just, 2. Like, you make that mistake. <laughs> Article 2 has nothing to do with the right to bear arms. I mean, that's... Not at all. Not at all. But, um, other than that, it was honestly a pretty good ad. And, um, so, obviously, he's bashing another politician in the ad, which... I mean, pretty much all of them do it, so it makes a lot of sense, but, um, well, I mean, as far as, as far as, like, film, film techniques and everything, and the motivation of his ad, it was pretty good, like, good lighting, good setting of the video, the billboard was clean once they edited the whole Article (laughs) 2 thing, uh, Quick cuts, throwing information out at out at you. He even uh, quoted um, 
uh, Supreme Court Judge Sotomayor, uh, who uh, his opponent was endorsing. And so the uh, quote that he used in the video was, the right to possess a gun is clearly not a fundamental right, which probably was definitely taken out of context. It's awful. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely probably taken out of context, but he's trying to use it as a point to, you know, um, convince the people that, you know, the opponent that he's running against just doesn't care about gun rights, which, I mean, there's a lot of people that don't care about gun rights um, at all, but it is a fundamental right, and that's just that's one of the points that he was trying to make in the video. And then a lot of people, especially Democrats um, in Montana, were making fun of him because <laughs> they said he was yeah, like a fake rancher. So he's standing in front of a big truck, <laughs> you know, just trying to get the attention of all the people out there. Um, and even like the facts that he's bringing up, he slapped <laughs> it onto the truck, <laughs> just trying to. It, I mean, it was a, it was a pretty good ad. Uh, you know, yeah, like you like, said, the bashing, I, like I mean, that's everyone. You can't, that's all ads are. Yeah, everybody I mean, does it. With everyone. They've been doing it since they started. Yeah, everybody has their own little secrets, and once you start running for office, yeah. they're going to come out one way or another. And I mean, with a big, a big oh, blunder yes. like that, they're definitely going to take advantage of it using that fake rancher and Article 2. Article 2, like I said, had nothing to do with the right to bear arms is actually talking about uh, the executive power shall be vested in the president of the United States. So yeah, there's a, a big difference yeah. between article two and the second amendment. Big difference. Oh, for sure. But yeah, the whole, the whole ad was just to reach out to his, to his audience, which was Republicans who really wanted to keep uh, their guns. He, and yeah, he so, tried <laughs> and they, they, <laughs> he, he tried but he majorly screwed that one up he, he yeah he did not do that very well so how do you but, think uh, that you persuade people to vote with a mistake like that I feel like if he would have got it right the first time he would have caught the attention of a lot of the people out there because I mean he did put out that quote by Sotomayor and he did put some pretty uh, convincing as from a Republican standpoint convincing uh, facts on that truck <laughs> but just on there. do you think that mistake um, actually got him more attention once he did fix that video I feel like once he fixed it it did give him more attention just because everyone was curious as to what he actually meant in the video instead of them just criticizing him for that whole article two thing i feel like it gave him a lot of publicity because i I would imagine the same thing especially with the whole billboard in the back saying article two a lot of people are going to point out especially on social media so i I would imagine everyone would for sure that catch a lot of attention once he did fix it then people would repost it and i I think it would get him some good uh, publicity I can't say it. Publicity. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, like, as far as I know, one of our discussion questions is that we're going to go over kind of the um, kind of the evolution of 
political campaign ads over the course of history. And, you know, it started out as like just posters. And then once we got technology up, like videos, speeches that were um, streamed live on television. But now that there's social media, everything spreads like wildfire, man. Like one mistake like that, and you're you're on everybody's page, everybody's commenting yeah. on it. It's it's getting a lot of get a lot of views and everything. Yeah. You know, and I mean even even back then everybody was bashing each other, but now it's just on a whole new level. Like there's memes involved. <laughs> oh yeah. You know, like I saw, I saw Trump posted a lot of memes about Biden, and vice versa. It was, it was funny. It was funny to watch go down. But um, I definitely with the. I right, go ahead. One of my. Yeah, one of my favorite uh, ads that I saw this year was. Um, it was, it was a Trump ad, and it had. Biden as the Trojan horse <laughs> from Troy, <laughs> and hopping out of the Trojan horse was like Bernie Sanders <laughs> and a bunch of bunch of other people. Uh, it made me laugh. Like, as far as um, like the point of the ad, like a lot of them nowadays, instead of just trying to convince voters to vote for that person, it's just it's straight for the laughs and straight for the views. So you think that a lot of these ads would be. I mean, of course, all these ads are going to be online, but what do you think would be the major way of spreading oh, yeah. these ads around? Do you think it would be more of a television ad or would it be strictly, well, not strictly online, but more because like you said, everything is, you know, online now, people get their hands on it. They can do anything they want to it. So do you think it would be better for them to put these ads out on the internet or should they stick to the television where, you know, everyone's going to watch eventually? You know, uh you know, I think I think if they get it right and don't majorly screw it up like Matt Rosendale did, I think I think putting it out on social media is the best way to get more views and to get your um, to get your audience just an idea of what you're supporting mm. and what you're doing. Um, you know, like uh, back when people only watch television, like that was the way to get yeah. their attention but now that everybody's using social media like i feel like yeah you can have tv ads but most people don't like most of the people i know don't watch tv anymore they just yeah. use like streaming services so if you can get your ads on those streaming services and on social media and everything you're you're doing so you're with doing that what you what you mentioned in that um of course, you know, young people are going to be the ones to use, you know, the internet and social media and everything, spreading these ads around. Um, as we see in every election, it's kind of hard to get young people to vote. And a lot of them, you know, don't even exercise the right to vote. So with that being said, how would these ads try and get both generations to try and vote for them? I mean, what would be a good way to actually, besides the mistakes would be a good way to get this information out besides just a simple ad like this you know uh there's a lot of pages that just put these ads 
they either endorse them or they criticize them. So, I mean, either way, the information is getting out yeah. there. You know what I'm saying? Like, like either way, people are going to see them. It's just whether it's in a bad or good context. Understood. Understood. All right. What do you think? I mean, I, I, I like the way that he actually... Like you said earlier, it, it's going to get out both ways. Um, but I would try and put it out, you know, definitely on television and online. Um, the blunder definitely made him more famous than I think he would have been. Um, I haven't really looked over all mm-hmm. of his main points that he covers within his political campaign. But, I mean, he's definitely going to be known for the guy a fake rancher apparently to the Democrats and he's going to be no big country truck and fake yeah. ranchers but I think that once he did fix yeah. that blunder it's going to give him more attention just because everyone wants, like you said wants to see how he corrected it and he goes from there um, but I would definitely make more ads picking up more of what he actually covers within his campaign um, going back to that first video with Paul Gosar. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, same thing with him. His his entire family was talking about how he didn't have really a, a plan for health care, jobs. Uh, you know, he didn't really care about rural Arizona. Um, the fact, the simple fact that he didn't mm-hmm. listen. But when you think about it, I mean, that's every political you know politician ever they don't once you get there you're on your own it's it's you don't really care yeah but i mean these ads Mm -hmm. i guess they're working because you have politicians that's you know been in washington for what 20 30 years and nothing ever changes so Mm -hmm. they got to be doing something right yeah Yeah, so um, as far as that goes, like theatrics, trying to get uh, something to you know wow your audience. As far as as far as even going to get your uh, your opponent's family to talk about it, like what do you what do you think um, theatrics? Like what do you think the role of theatrics is as far as it goes um, in uh, getting your audience to vote in? I mean, using a family, that's that's a big thing. Um, and this time of age, you know, family is always the biggest the biggest aspect of everyone's viewpoints. And the fact that you can get your own family to talk bad about you, saying that you don't care, you don't listen, uh, you're just trying to make it to DC to you know get away from your hometown. That's that's a big that's a big issue, especially for him. Um, with that, I mean, it's 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 crazy to even imagine once again having your own family talk bad against you um and there's some cases where you can actually i mean it's a bad thing but you can actually what is it c cgi computer graphic or whatever and you can record them manipulate it i mean we truly don't know anything about this ad i mean it could be faked um but Mm -hmm. these ads i mean it's always a problem each year it's people always see it as choosing between the lesser of the two evils and it's it's 
kind of a bad thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what we've come to get, you know, kind of got used to with the whole, oh, well, he's not as bad. You know, maybe he won't. He'll, he'll listen. Maybe he won't. If not, we can always vote him out. But like I said, these people are here for 20, 30 years at yeah. a time and nothing ever changes. So, I mean, these ads never mm-hmm. really change, especially from the past to the present. Um, even in this year's election, I mean, you, yeah. you're always going to have those uh, stories come out about, oh, well, you know, this happened, that happened. Why would you support someone who does this? Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it just changes every year. And like I said, if you have, you know, skeletons in a closet, mm-hmm. they're going to come out one way or another, especially in politics like this. Yeah. But I guess the only way to get people to vote is to let them decide who's the lesser of the two evils. And I guess that's the only way we can create ads now is, you know, pointing out the flaws of your opponent. And hopefully you don't have any bigger flaws. So, yeah. Yeah, did you see any of the uh I didn't the Lincoln project? Tell me about it. Okay, so the, the Lincoln project was basically it was a whole like string of political ads and everything, just just trying to get Trump out of office. That was the main objective. And so uh one of them one of them was uh it was just a mom going in her kid's bedroom. And it was like the night of the election, but it was like, I don't know, 15, 20 years from now. And she wakes the kids, the kid up and she's like, she's like, he won again. And in the background, it's just mm-hmm. Donald Trump was elected, you know, for his <laughs> sixth term or whatever. <laughs> just making stuff up, like... And then, like I said, like the Trojan horse thing with Biden and Bernie Sanders, you know, it's it's just yeah, definitely. It's crazy, man. Like I said, everything now is just trying to point out everyone else's flaws and hopefully they don't look at your own. So mm-hmm. it's definitely a big thing. Yeah, the only thing really. Yeah, the only thing really that's changed um, over time definitely. is the platform that it's being presented on. Because, I mean, either way, people were talking bad about each other. But as far as the platform goes, it's gone from, you know, flyers, um, public speeches that weren't televised to public speeches that were televised. And now at this point, we're, we're at like televised debates, televised ads, social media ads, social media memes, everything. All right, we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and wrap this up. Uh, but all right, sounds good. Hopefully, we're gonna pick up another video. Um, if you guys want to check us out, we're going to be at Head Game again. Um, thanks for tuning in, guys. Once again, this is Ryan.